Welcome to homilies from St. George Orthodox Church at Prescott. Today we reflect a little on the angelic hosts and on the reality and meaning of our reaching out to touch the Lord within the sacramental life of the Church. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Joyous feast. Today we commemorate the commanders of the the angelic hosts, Michael and Gabriel and others. I can tell you their names and what they mean. It was beautiful um, one, I don't know, I'm going to embarrass him, but Kenny shared with me that he was coming down to the church last night and he just started thinking about Michael Winnie, just, you know, randomly. And then he came into the church. Michael was a, a reader at our church who passed away. And then we started serving Vespers, and he realized that we're commemorating the Archangel Michael today, which was uh, Mike Winnie's patron. And so we, it was, it was a beautiful thing. It was, <laughs> so the name Michael means, who is like God? We commemorate Gabriel, which means God Almighty is my strength. Raphael, which means God heals. Uriel, which means God is my light. Selathiel, which means God's prayer. Jagudiel, which means God's praise. Barachiel, which means God's blessings. So we commemorate them today. All of the angels that intercede for us and help us. And as we pray, you'll see in, in any Orthodox prayer book, you know, there'll be a prayer to our guardian angel where we'll ask the angel to strengthen our poor and feeble hand to help us, to give us strength in when we're tempted, and to be, and we pray during the liturgy for an angel of peace, a faithful guide, a guardian of our soul and bodies. And you'll notice when, you'll probably notice today that I included a prayer. I said it out loud that's usually said quietly by the priest um, before the Trisagin hymn, before we sing, Holy, Holy, Holy. There's a prayer which the priest reads. And actually at the entrance we pray that with our entrance, there would be an entrance of holy angels serving with us and glorifying God's goodness. But then, at the beginning of the prayer for the Trisagin hymn, which the Trisagin hymn, that hymn, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, holy God, holy mighty God. This is what the angels ceaselessly cry out, what they ceaselessly sing in heaven. And so when we're preparing to pray for it, to, pray, to, say, to sing that hymn, we say, Holy God, who is resting among the holy ones, praised by the seraphim with the thrice holy voice, glorified by the cherubim, and worshipped by every celestial power, worshipped by all of the angels. And, and so we pray in our worship, and this is something that's, that's part of how we understand worship in the Orthodox Church, is that what we do on earth participates in what's going on in heaven. And so rather than, so that there's an ascent 
there's an ascent and there's a coming, there's a descent of the Lord coming down to us and of us being raised up to Him. You can think about it from the creation of humanity where humanity, I, one of my um, biblical professors and teachers, Father Eugene Pentiuk, would talk about how when the scriptures say that humanity is created from dust, he says, you think about it, the dust is, it's, it's not necessarily dirt, it's something that's lively and above the ground and in between, you know, at this meeting point between heaven and earth. And so we begin to participate in that every time that we celebrate the divine liturgy. Because within our heart, we long to reach out and to be able to draw near to and to touch the Lord Himself. Before I was an Orthodox believer, um, when I was younger, we would often say there was actually a song that we used to sing that was one of my favorites. We would sing, take me into the Holy of Holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. And we would ask to be brought in to God's presence. And the longing as a human being is to be brought into God's presence because we touch, right? We taste things, we smell things, we see things. We're embodied. We're created to be embodied. And so we want to come into God's presence, but we also want to touch, to taste. And you see that, that with this, that's what this woman is after in the Gospel passage this morning. But she sneaks up behind Christ just to touch. And she's afraid. She's possessed. She has within herself a holy fear. She doesn't reach out and grab his ankle. She doesn't run up to him and presume to embrace him. But she comes up behind him with this saving, faithful fear of God and touches just the fringe of his garment. And, and then afterwards, when Jesus says, who touched me? <laughs> um, she's afraid to reveal herself. One of the reasons why is because as a woman with an issue of blood, for so many years, she is considered unclean. And so for her to reach out and touch anybody is not going to go well for her in her society. People would be very angry with the fact that she reached out and touched the garment of a man and therefore made him, according to the, the uh, purity laws, the ritual purity laws, she made him unclean by touching him. And this is the way we have to think. When we draw, we have this desire to draw near to God, but we draw near with a saving and holy fear, knowing who we are, knowing that we are sinners, knowing that we cannot stand in God's presence.
the Old Testament some passages about the Archangel Michael, right? And even the people that encountered him, just the presence of God manifest through one of his angels, they said, how can I go on live? They thought they were going to die from being that close to God's presence. But so we reach out and we touch with that saving fear. And with that longing, with that desire. And God doesn't reject us because of that saving fear, because of that longing, because in doing that, in returning to him, we become like the prodigal son that has come home. We become like the demoniac that we read about a couple weeks ago that's freed from his bondage to the demons and is now sitting clothed and in his right mind at the feet of Christ. We become like the sinful woman who washed his feet with her tears and dried them with her hair and anointed his head with oil. Become all of these things as we draw near. And the touching that occurs, and this is the great and beautiful grace that's been given to us in the life of the church, is that there's so many ways to touch genuinely the living God who has made himself manifest. We touch and draw near with saving faith and fear when we come to confession and when we have the priest in standing in the place of Christ place his hand on our head and pronounce absolution. We are touched. We are touched when we are anointed with holy oil, taking all of our suffering and our entire life, all of this, you know, our, our body, our head, body and soul, and anointing it with the image of the cross, recognizing that our whole person is being united to Christ. So God comes out and touches us. We are touched by God in the saving waters of baptism. We are touched by him in holy chrismation. And most of all, we draw near to touch and participate in the life of God in holy communion, in receiving the body of blood, body and blood of Christ himself into our very being. We have all of this. And it can and should be such a source of joy to us. And it can and will be such a source of joy to us as and if we draw near in the same manner as this woman does today in this morning's reading. Not with brashness, not with self-assurance, but with longing, with faith, with fear, drawing near to touch the living God.
And so may we be people who are possessed by that saving fear of God and then draw near as often as we are able to touch, to taste, to be in his presence. And we can continue to do this, certainly we carry with us this experience of being in God's presence and participating in his life throughout the week. And so we have to cultivate it, to cultivate that attitude of saving fear and of love and of longing. So may God continue to have mercy on us and may we continue everywhere and always to give thanks for being able to draw so close and being able to reach out and even touch and be touched by the Lord himself. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, through the prayers of the Holy Great Martyr and Trophy of Herod George, may the Lord protect us and save us. Amen.